Welcome back to the Wake Up and Be Wealthy show. I'm here with one of my new best friends, Julie. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hi, Nelly. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm excited that you are here on our podcast. So we just wrapped up doing a podcast interview for Julie. So we'll make sure that we can link that at least eventually. Um, so you can go listen to that and give her some love on her podcast. So the juicy topic that we're talking about today, I'm excited about it is how to build confidence using simple habits and mental fitness. Mm. So before we get into all the juiciness, tell, yeah. tell our listeners who you are a little bit about your journey. Cause it's really, really it, that alone is juicy. So give well, us, thank you. Yeah. All right. So my name is Julie Deluca Collins and I'm the founder and CEO of Go Confidently Services. I'm an author, speaker, um, and most of all, I help women entrepreneurs as a business and life strategy coach. And the thing that I do a little different from a lot of business coaches is that I help you create the simple habits to be able to do the thing, right? Because I can teach you how to do email, but if you never do it, then and you don't have a habit of doing it, then you're kind of screwing yourself. So the same thing happens also with mental fitness. And these are some of the specialty certifications that I have. Mental fitness is the ability to be able to overcome the sabotaging thoughts that keep us stuck or that keep us, um, you're just kind of going in this, vicious circle of judging ourselves, feeling bad, not doing the work and all of that. So those habits and the, and the mental fitness work together. Um, ultimately, you know, life is going to happen. You're going to have kids that are sick. You're going to have the in-laws that are coming, your house a mess. Uh, the gas price is high. You didn't find what you went to the grocery store for. All of that is stuff that taxes our brain. And when we're entrepreneurs, when we're out on our own, all of that has a, an effect, even though it's our life, has an effect on our business and how we show up. So I teach you the mental habits, the mental fitness tools to be able to overcome life every day or manage it in a way so that it doesn't deplete you. You know, think about going to, um, you're going to a, a, an appointment just on the fifth floor of a building and you, elevator's out of order, you have to take the steps, right? That's the challenge in life. And if you're out of shape, by the time you get to the fifth floor, you're gonna be like, oh, oh depleted. You're, you can't barely breathe, you're sweating away because it's summertime, right? Um, but if you have the mental fitness, when the fifth, you have to climb to the fifth floor, you're like, oh, I got this, I can do it. And you can, you know, kind of have a pep in your step as you're going down the stairs, up the stairs rather. So that's what I do and that's how I help women. I help them also create the consistent income that they want for their business. Because many women entrepreneurs and many women business owners um, are doing the work, they work very hard, but from month to month, sometimes they're not bringing in money or they're not bringing in clients or they're not getting the results that they want to live the life and replace the income maybe they left in a corporate career or really even make the money that they need for the extra things that they wanted to. So that's what I do in a nutshell. I love that because when it comes to building a business, it is not for the faint of heart. <laughs> so yes. there are lots of twists and turns and challenges. I like to say entrepreneurship is like one giant personal growth journey mm, that yep. you didn't know you were signing up for. When <laughs> yes. 
start a business and then it's like, here, let me show you this insecurity, this challenge, here's another insecurity. And so without the mental fitness and the habits, it almost makes it nearly impossible to build a business. So absolutely. And, and, you know, nobody, well, there's a lot of people that can give you like a how to, but no one is going to do the work for you. This is when you really have to decide, like you're going to get up in the morning and do the thing. And you're never going to have a hundred percent motivation. A lot of people are looking for, I need motivation to start my diet. I need motivation to work out. I need motivation to get the work done for my business. Motivation doesn't work. It's proven. Um, Tiny Habits is based on the book by Dr. BJ Fogg, um, Tiny Habits, and he's the founder of the Behavioral Lab in Stanford University that has done all of the research for many years on habits, on motivation, and motivation leaves. It's not there. So don't go looking for it. Just create the tiny habits and actions every day that can build the momentum to do the things you want to do. I love that. So if you were coaching us today on the, on the podcast, what are some tiny habits that we can incorporate just to see, like, to help with that consistent income coming in? So for sure. One of the first things that I teach my clients is, um, you have to learn to prioritize. (laughs) Okay. I mean, shock and, and, and awe, right? So prioritizing in your business is very important. Why? Because if you're a woman, you probably are wearing multiple hats. You're not just the business owner. You're probably the one that's having to figure out where you're going to make for dinner. You're going to have to be the one who's spending time with kids, et cetera. So prioritization is going to be the first thing. And I typically um, walk um, my clients through an exercise in which I have you talk about a little bit about what you want your legacy to be. And this is the concept of the future self. Who is the future self um, that at the end of the day, um, what did she do every day? And what mattered for her? Because, you know, so for instance, a lot of people say, I want to be that great mom, but they're not prioritizing the time to maybe go to the soccer game or the mom that is actually uh, prioritizing spending time with their kids without their electronics, both my parent and child, right? So prioritization is important. If you want to be a good wife, that means you got to spend some time with your husband. You can't just by osmosis have a great relationship. So that's the first thing that I would coach you on. And then I would, you know, we're not, we're not looking to make changes of your entire life, but we're looking to create tiny habit recipes. And the way that a tiny habit recipe works is that you create the behavior, right? So for instance, for me, if I wanted to prioritize time with my husband, right, then I have to find an anchor moment, right? So an anchor moment in our life is something that already happens already that is part of habitual things. So one of the things that we do is we have dinner. So when we have dinner, then that is my anchor moment that I am going to put my phone and the charger in the kitchen so that I am prioritizing dinner time with him and having a conversation with him. No electronics, no TV, you know, and we're just really dialoguing, right? So that's a tiny habit so that when you, I do this, I will do this. And then guess what? This is the most important part of creating a recipe when it comes to tiny habits. You celebrate it because research shows that when you celebrate whatever it is that you did, 
right? So I'm having dinner with my husband, we have dinner and I kind of like, oh, that was fun, honey, thank you, or whatever, right? Um, then your brain's just like, oh, I like that feeling, a feeling good. And it wants to replicate that feeling, right? And, and that begins to grow. The same thing with our, your business. If you're looking to prioritize maybe getting your, I don't know, you're writing a course, then when you come to your desk in the morning, you're not going to open email. You're not going to open social media. You're going to open the document where you're writing the course, right? So when you do A, you do B, and then you celebrate. And I'm not saying you're going to spend the next hour writing that course. Your goal as a tiny habit is that you're going to do maybe one or two minutes. And if you do more than the two minutes, you're going to, great, keep going, right? but you only are going to celebrate the two minutes that you did because then you're like, oh, I did it, I accomplished my goal. And you're gonna be so proud and confident that you did the work. Uh, many people are like, oh, but if I'm writing a course, Julie, I need to get at least an hour of writing done. And then when you don't, you feel bad and then you don't show up the next day. So those are a couple different examples of how I help individuals and it really begins with prioritizing. I love that because there's already so many things that we are doing mm -hmm. that are habits that we can just completely like Velcro attach something. Oh, that's, that's a good word. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I, I think that that's exactly it. People don't realize that your life, because your brain works this way, right? Your brain wants to automate everything. So there's so many different things in your life that are automated that you don't even realize you're doing. So go and look at, okay, if I want to do this, what is it that I'm already doing that I can attach that to? Exactly. I get so much done in my car. Like people make fun of me because they're like, your, your second office is your car, but it works so well for my brain. Like I, I record podcast episodes mm -hmm. that are solo in my car. I Voxer my team in my car. Like I wow. get so much done in my car. So it's absolutely a tiny habit for my business. So and good. I'm already driving. Like I drive yeah, for sure. I drive two hours a day to and from to pick, you know, mm -hmm. Emma, my daughter. So I might as well make it work for my life. Make it work for sure. And I think that that's what a lot of people don't realize that, you know, so for instance, I do a lot of online learning too. Um, in whether I'm taking a course or whether I am, you know, just trying to be a better person. Right. And I, I never just sit and consume the information. I, and, and, and actually this is something that's very, uh, it's proven to actually help the information get into your brain more is if you're doing some kind of physical activity. So this is a lot of, you know, I'll pop in my headphones and um, maybe do some straightening up or I will go outside and kind of pick weeds, which I don't like to do, but you know, <laughs> those little things that kind of keep you moving. So pair up your stuff and that's going to help you move the, the needle forward. I love that. Well, and you can, you can double dip. You can work on your health and fitness while Correct. you're working. Yeah. On go for a walk. Brain. Yeah. Go on the treadmill. Absolutely. And I think that that, that is so, and it's you time ultimately prioritize yourself. And I think that this is where a lot of people really don't realize that they're depleting themselves. And yeah, I have a client who is actually a self-care coach and she, she um, carries a stone in her pocket most every day when she has a pocket, right? Um, but the reason she does it is because her goal is to say no to people at least three times a day. 
and she moves the little rock from one pocket to the next every time she says no to people. And she wants to have her rock either in the other pocket or know that she's moved it back to the original pocket. Mm. And prioritizing yourself um, allows you to be able to then work on the stuff that matters but also be at 100% for others when they need you, as opposed to being that tired version of you. Yes, easier said than done, right? Yes, for sure, for sure. And and I, I will preface this by saying, I don't have kids, so yes, I know it's hard to not say yes to your kids, but you know, I, I, I was with my niece last week and I visit her often, she's nine, um, and she, she was at camp for part of the time that I was there and she came, she's like, do you still have meetings? And I realized that the day before I had clients back to back to back. And when she came back and I finally went to have dinner with her, I was exhausted. So I looked at my calendar and I again prioritized and I said, you know what? I don't need to meet with this person about the thing that they're trying to sell me. I don't need to you know, speak to this person today, we can do that at another date. And I reshuffled my calendar so that when she came home from camp, I was fresher, I was better. I was like ready to tumble and, and play all the things that we were playing. Um, and that's, that's a little bit of where you need to be able to um, give and then give of yourself fully without the regret. Yes, and I think that's the hardest thing I hear our community is facing is I don't want to let people down. Mm, So saying no is one of the hardest things, but yes, the most powerful, easier said than done. So coach us through how we can get over that barrier of quote unquote, letting people down or. So good. So good that you, you said this because, um, this is part of your mental fitness. People are going to always, um, need you, want you, have things for you, expectations. Um, And all of us humans, if you are human in this world, you also have in your brain this natural judge. Um, And I'll send you, I will actually send you a link also that you can post in the show notes where people can take a quiz to identify not only who their judge is, but who are their supporting saboteurs? Because there's nine different saboteurs that in addition to your judge, work in tandem to really like sabotage you. Many women not only have a judge that says, oh my God, you're not doing the thing, you're not good enough, you're blah, blah, whatever, right? And my judge is really mean. My judge, can I say this? She's a bitch. Oh yeah. So she's a bitch. She's like, oh my God, Julie, why? (laughs) Right? And the, my uh, my supporting saboteurs are the high achiever and also the restless so the high achiever is the one that's always telling me oh my god you got to be perfect you got to do this you got to show up a hundred percent and then my my restless is like oh you'll never be perfect so you might as well move on to the next thing oh look at that shiny thing let's go after it right so then i end up like didn't do it then i i went off you know and then i didn't do the thing. So I feel guilty. I judge myself. That's the sabotaging behavior for many women who are the pleasers, because that's uh, many women have that pleaser saboteur there. Um, You have to one, normalize, 
when the judge is speaking to you, you're, you're not supposed to like, oh my God, stop talking to me. I'm not listening. No, we can't do that. It's in our brain. Uh, but we need to just like say, oh, there goes my judge again, telling me I should say yes to this, that I am not good if I don't say yes to this. There goes my judge again, trying to be pleasing or that person that, you know, it's going to say that I'm not good enough or I'm not a good mom if I don't fill in the blank, right? So acknowledge it and normalize it and remind yourself that this is normal, that it happens. And then the next thing is I want you to go in and neutralize it and neutralize it by deciding like, um, is this, is saying yes to this thing moving me in the direction that I want? Because Mm -hmm. if a yes right now is a no to something else later, and really being aware of that. And this is why, you know, on Mondays, it is actually my my Julie day. It's my admin day, my CEO day, whatever you want to call it in my business. And I go through and I remind myself, what am I trying to accomplish? So that when I, you know, have the demands of life, um, I am not saying yes to people, please, because I have to say yes and I don't want to disappoint people. But I'm saying yes, because it makes sense. And I can do it like in the instance of my niece last week. But for this week, right, I'm going to say no, because I want to say yes to the stuff that is important to me for my business, for my life, for the goals that I have. So be okay with just acknowledging that you have the sabotaging voices that you have, that you are, you tend to say yes, hey, I tend to say yes. And when you start to see that, then I want you to like in the moment, ask yourself, what is your next best step? Is your next best step to say yes, because you want to please that person? Is your next best step to say, you know what? Today is not a yes, maybe tomorrow. And be okay with just finding out what the next best thing is to move you in the direction that you want to go. Well, and I think our brains also, um, they're, they're so fun, our brains, but yes. it doesn't have to be a guess right this second. Yeah, so for sure. I'm in summer schedule right now. And my daughter goes back to school in about three or three weeks or so. So when people are like, Hey, can we have lunch? I'm like, how's back to school time? Like, yeah, for sure. And I don't feel bad about it because it's just not conducive in my summer schedule. It can wait. Yes, yeah, for sure. I want to have time with those people but it's just not my reality right this second. Right. That's okay. So good that you brought that up because I think that a lot of people feel like um, it's okay that you're, and and again, priorities, if you know what your priorities are and you revisit those priorities, then you know that, hey, um, my family, because there's a cycle to everything, right? In the summertime, my daughter's my priority. So therefore, when I get asked to lunch, it's a no for right now. It's a later. It's a, let's do it when and, and be okay with saying, and, and don't feel guilty because you're still meeting with someone. And, and here's what happens. When we acknowledge those pleasing saboteurs, right, or the judge, when we acknowledge is talking to us, when we say, oh, okay, uh, this is what it's saying to me. And then when you have that, what, and you start to maybe say, maybe in the fall or after my daughter starts school, we can have lunch, right? When you start to kind of do that, then your brain, you're pre-programming it. 
because your judge and your saboteurs have been doing the thing. They're automatic pilot. They're running in the super highways of your brain. And when you start to acknowledge the other stuff, when you start to say, oh, I see it, and you start to act differently, then you start to create new pathways for your brain. You're never going to get rid of the highways. You're never going to get rid of those automations. But what you can do is you can start to create new passageways or new behavior that can lead you to be um, closer to what you envision being. Not the people pleaser, but the person that shows up uh, with empathy, with sage. And, And remember that even in the challenges in life, there is the ability for you to find the gift in anything, but only if you give yourself the opportunity to look. Mm, so good. <laughs> and I feel like tiny habits, like how many tiny habits would you suggest to implement at one time? So the first thing that we start off um, is we teach people to create three recipes okay. um, at least in a week. Um, and if you're interested, there's a Tiny Habits five-day challenge. It's free. We don't try to sell you anything. You can sign up on the Tiny Habits website. You can sign up on my website. Um, and we walk you through creating the recipes. And it takes five minutes a day of your time to start to implement. And I will tell you the majority of people that go through are able to create those recipes in that first week. Um, and and it's been it's been such a great thing to be able to see how people progress from that three recipes to build more habits in your life and grow to what you want to see in your life. I love that. I'm like now racking my brain. I'm like, okay, what could my next three be? Like that's, it's yeah, for sure. And, 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 you know, again, look at what your priorities are. And like, so for instance, um, you know, my tiny habits usually start off with one for health, one for business, one for personal. Ooh, I love that. Oh, you're, you're so wise. Like I just, you have so much wisdom in you. I'm like, oh, okay. So we get to have you back on the podcast. You're so sweet. Thank you. Where can people find you? What do you have going on? How can they work with you? Sure. Give us all of it. Okay. So um, pretty simple. Julie DeLuca Collins on every single platform. That's where you can find me. Um, I would say the, my website is goconfidentlycoaching.com. The one thing that I have coming up that is super fun for me, and I, I love it because, you know, talking exactly what we've been talking about is, is really my jam when it comes to relating it to business, to life, and creating that happiness for people and confidence. Um, I have a masterclass, how to build um, mental habits and mental fitness to feel more confident in life and business. And it's a free masterclass. Um, It is uh, August. Actually, it is a month from tomorrow. We're recording on the 21st of July. So it's August 22nd. If you go to my website, you can sign up there. Or if you go to my Instagram profile, the stuff is there. Um, And, you know, it's free. I walk you through um, typically how to be able to acknowledge your saboteurs um, and I send you the li- I send you the link to take the quiz first before the master class, so that you know who your sabotage, uh, the priority of your saboteurs are, and you can and it's a really fun quiz. So um, knowing that it helps you be able to create that, and then I'll give you some tiny habits res- recipes that you can build to create um, better um, mental fitness and go after your goals. And yeah, and also you can work with me one to one, or you can go- join Confident You, which is my uh, group program and that launches in the fall. 
I love it. We'll make sure we link the masterclass too. I love it's on August 22nd, two, two, two. It's kind of faded right now. Oh, I love that. Is my guiding tool. Uh, It means right place, right time, right path. I love that. The more you follow your joy, Mm -hmm. you are going to be doing everything you want to do. So uh, So true. So true. Oh, no, it's so good. Of the world that it's going to be the best masterclass ever. Well, I can't leave. wait. I can't wait. And I have a, I have an audacious goal. <laughs> I have an audacious goal. Um, I, I'm looking to have, I've, I, you know how Eventbrite tells you how many people, how many tickets? And I was like, I don't know, whatever. Like I usually do like 20 tickets. I'm like, what if I said 300? Let's do 300. So yeah, so that's what I have. So can be part of the 300 that move forward into the fall with the mental capacity to be able to handle no matter what happens when kids go back to school, no matter what happens through your business and that you can make the last quarter of the year, the best quarter yet. Yes. And will there, a lot of my women always ask, will there be a replay? Yes, there's going to be a replay, of course. Um, And the people that sign up will also get a free copy of my book, which is Confident You. Um, Confident You, um, it's definitely the journey of creating simple habits to live the life I imagined. But it's really, um, the way that I wrote the book is an anecdotal book. So every chapter is a story of a woman who had an impact in my life and the habits that they had that they taught me that helped me to get here. And you also get a copy of the journal because I feel like yeah, you can read about it, but now let's talk about how you're going to make that happen in your life and how this can work for your life. So you also get the the companion journal with the book. Oh my gosh. I love that you highlighted a woman and what she taught you. Like, Yeah, I'm not here because oh. I'm great. I'm great because of the people that came before me and poured into me. And I think you know, this is, <laughs> yeah, this is what you do. You poured into others yeah. and you know, when we are in the public like this, podcasting, Facebook, whatever it is, we don't ever know 100% the ripple effect that we can have, but there is a ripple effect. And there's some women in there that, of course, I'm still very close to. There's women from different areas and, and, and phases of my life, but they were just being themselves. And they created an impact in me that now is rippling to somebody else. Wow. So yeah, that's, that's why I felt so passionate about the book and, um, yeah, I I love it. I feel like that's even a great journal exercise for everyone listening of like, who has made an impact in you and what have you learned from them? So, and we, we sometimes don't realize, like question yourself, why do I do this? Why, why, why do I do this in the way that I do it? Oh, because that's how I was taught. Yes. Well, you're amazing. Go follow Julie. Make sure you sign up for the masterclass and that way you can get the book and the notebook and all the things. You're so generous. Thank you so much for being on. the oh, podcast. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. It's so fun to be able to talk to you. I love you so much. We're going to have to do more stuff together. <laughs> Stay tuned for more, but in the meantime, right. go give Julie some love. <laughs> Thank you, Nellie. Don't forget, go confidently. <laughs>